chains, you gotta break them. Gotta break them. Gotta break them chains. Here we go. So, Ultimate Bachelor Daily 15, a uh, special guest with me today. We'll get to a little bit of an introduction, but um, today it's about uh, you, what we call it following your calling. Yeah, maybe following your dreams. Following your dreams or, or realizing a dream you've had that, you, that you're maybe not shooting for. You can be on your phone. You don't got to worry about it. But um, so special guest, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Got like 30 seconds to a minute to to say a little bit about why you're here and and all that. I'll talk about how we linked up. So it's really just you. Name, what you do, what you like, all that. Oh, all right, then. Uh, my name is Taymor. Uh, but my friends call me Timor, uh, but professionally I go by Timor. Um, yeah, so you know I, I moved to Chicago about 2015. I've been uh, working as a business systems analyst. Uh, I kind of work uh, in software development field, um, you know. And see, I already messed up. I already don't know even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he's super <laughs> nervous. He he wanted to do a podcast, but he didn't really want to do a podcast. He wanted to come talk about doing a podcast. And I don't ever just talk about it. I'm I'm always about hey if you if you have any interest in it just just come do it. So uh, me and Timor, as I know him, uh, went to high school together. Um, we're really close. Then obviously I went up to the Midwest for college, um, and and haven't stayed super close with a ton of people. But reconnected through social media. The beauty of social media. Everyone wants to talk about right now, especially how bad it is. But reconnected and. He expressed some interest in doing a podcast, so so here we are. But he's got a lot of uh, views, so this is really just the tip of the iceberg, hopefully, on what we do together. Because uh, as he would say, he's got a lot of polarizing views that he's scared to share. But but I always say that's the best thing to put on on a recording. So uh, he had a story as we talked about doing this this daily fifteen. He had a story um, that I thought was interesting because I think there's a lot of people out there that see something that they wish they were doing. Um, or they see someone else doing it and it makes you realize that, Hey, like maybe I have a calling for this at very worst, just have some interest in it. So, um, yeah, go into a little bit about your story. I'll probably interject a little bit here and there and we'll, we'll have a conversation right. around it. Well, I, you know, let me, let me preface it with this, right? So I, I didn't mention that I work kind of in software development as a business systems analyst. Um, now from what we know about each other, what you've known of me in the past, that is not my interest or my passion in life. Right. I didn't grow up wanting to work uh, with technology uh, or anything like that. It yeah. was never really an interest of mine. But, you know, it's interesting how your dreams and your goals kind of change as you transition from your adolescence into adulthood. Um, right. So, um, you know, what I was telling you about was the other day I was actually uh, going to the dentist, right? And I had these two sessions I had to go to the dentist, and they were both about like an hour and a half long. Yep. And I was like, man, these are, I went to the first session, it was brutal. I was like, man, what am I supposed to do for an hour and a half? I'm just sitting there with this dude in my, you know, working in my mouth. And so actually a friend of mine that I talked to, she's actually a, a dental hygienist. She just made a suggestion. Why don't you just listen to something while you're, um, while you're there, you know, just bring your headphones. I was like, yeah. that's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. For sure. So I pull up, you know, this is a, on a Friday morning before work, I, I pull up to Dennis' office. I, you know, I get in my phone. I'm like, um, what am I going to listen to? Now, you know, one thing about me is like, I listen to stand-up comedy like people listen 
to music at the gym. Like when I'm at the gym, I'm listening to a comedy album. So you'll okay. see me on the Stairmaster Laughing. with a big grin on my face, looking crazy, <laughs> just <laughs> profusely sweating. You know, I look crazy. I, I admit it, you know, it yeah. probably cost me people kind of looking at me crazy and yeah. stuff. Uh, that might be why you're still single. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, so I have gotten some strange looks. You know, you'd be lifting heavy weights and then you're laughing. Yeah. It's a real strange look, right? But yeah. that's my thing. I, that's what keeps me... Uh, you know, music does it for some people, but comedy does it for well, me, right? well, for me, too. I'm huge on stand-up comedy. Not, oh. not that I want to make this about me, but I understand it in that. I don't know that I could do it through working out, but that may, and just only because I haven't tried, but that may be the only instance that I would think in my mind, I, I don't want stand-up, you know, like listening to it even you know, not watching it is what I'm saying, just listening to it the same way. So right. and I think there's a lot of people that way. So I don't think you're that far off there. So anyways, continue. Right. So, um, you know, one of my, a comedian, a comedian I've been listening to that's kind of stumbled on, uh, actually, you know, while I was at the gym was a guy named Andrew Schultz and he's, he's out of New York and he's just blowing up. He just dropped right. a special like on Netflix. Right. So I've already listened to him in the past. I, I'm opening up YouTube as I'm sitting in my car, and the first thing I see is Andrew Schultz. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. the very first little thing on my feed is Andrew Schultz. But then I look at the dude next to him, and it's so strange how it happened because I was like, you know, that guy kind of strangely looks like this dude that I went to school with that I right. never knew or talked to, but I just, I don't know. I just saw his face, and it just, you know, yeah. you just have that initial just reaction. I was like, something about him looked familiar. Um, then I look down, I see his name. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the, there's only one person with that name that I've known. That's the yeah. same dude, I think, yeah. right? right? So, right. so I'm already kind of like freaking out. I, I do my Googles real quick. Yeah, it's him. You know, he's yeah. from Plano. He's friends with some of my friends on Facebook and stuff. I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. That's blowing my mind. He is doing a podcast with this comedian that I've been trying to tell everybody about, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, for a while. And I'm just, my mind is blown. I didn't. I never spoke to this kid. You went to school with this kid. Right. You probably he went to didn't. West. He went to well, West. He okay, went to Jasper. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, so my mind is blown. Um, I just, I can't, I'm, I'm in shock, you yep. know? And so then, uh, I don't know. It just kept lingering. I go about my day. I'm doing my thing. But it's still in my head that I cannot believe this kid is doing this thing, you know? He's yeah. actually a full-blown comedian. You look him up. He's. I, I saw some of his stand-ups. Yeah. I'm listening to some of his podcasts, and I was, like, so inspired. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool, especially being a Pakistani person, you know? And this person was Indian. And so yeah. you don't see a lot of us yeah. um, in, in, in entertainment, entertainment yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, we got Aziz, and that's about it. Right. <laughs> well, we right. had Aziz before he got canceled. But, yeah. uh, you know, there's only a few of us. So to see, a, you know, uh, somebody that went to... Plano, from Plano like we are, yep. move to New York City and just kind of make it and do it and like follow his dream. I was like, I was so inspired by that. Yeah. But at the same time, I had this kind of like feeling inside like, you know, what did I do? You know, like I was reflecting on my own choices, yeah. my own decisions. And I was like, man, I've always done a, did I follow the things that I wanted to do in life? Kind of, you know, I've had this passion for comedy since I was a kid. You know, yeah. I've been listening. I remember listening to Dave Chappelle killing me softly in like in ninth grade, yeah. coming to school and telling people about it. And nobody knew who he was. Right, right, right. You know, nobody had any idea. Yeah, Because in ninth grade, you're not really <laughs> into stand up like that. Unless it was like Martin Lawrence, unless it's someone who's in a lot of movies. Also doing stand-up, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, exactly. Jamie Foxx. Exactly. The other people who started in stand-up, you really don't catch up with till you get older. Exactly. So I agree. I agree uh, with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, right? So, um, you know, a few of my passions, I've always, sports has been one. 
Um, that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. It's just we can hear it. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, sports has been one. I love to write and I love comedy, you know? Yep. And yep. obviously the athlete dream didn't happen for me. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. get the right combination of DNA <laughs> and skill set to, to do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, you know, I, I, when, um, when I made my decision in my, you know, in my career, I made it from a very like practical standpoint. I didn't go and like, I guess, you know, take, I guess the long shot. Yeah. I, I went with something like, okay, what field is going to be something that is going to be reliable. I'm always going to have work in. Yep. I went with a very practical approach. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so that's all that kind of stuff was like kind of going through my mind and, and the decisions that I made. Uh, when I saw him, uh, and I saw what he was doing, you know, yeah. and and once again, I, you know, I don't want it to be like I was feeling salty that he was being successful or anything. Right, right. Uh, but it was just more about a reminder of like, hey, you know, I, there were things that I wanted to do in my life. And at some point, something kind of derailed me for whatever reason. I went on a different direction. For sure. Um, and so, you know, I've just kind of been in this mindset. I'm like asking and, myself. And when was, and when was that? How about three three weeks. Okay, right. And so the crazy thing is one, and I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh. If you want to finish, you say that you were in this mindset. I'll let you finish, and then we'll get into the discussion. Yeah. So I just kind of been like in that kind of mindset. Uh, last three weeks, I just been like, okay, so what am I doing this for again? Yeah. You know, like I'm making great money. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I enjoy what I do. Right. Um. You know, so it checks all those boxes, but I still am I am I like. Am I happy? Yeah. Am I satisfied? Am I fulfilled to my full potential? And though, I don't think that the answers to those questions is yes. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of, you know, in this, I'm kind of inspired now by yeah. him to like, hey, take your shot. Shoot your shot. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think it's an interesting thing because I think, um, one, you have a you have a time where everyone is looking introspectively, right? Everyone is looking at what are the things that I've done in my life to get me where I'm at. And I say that because of the pandemic and the quarantine people, myself, especially because I like being around people so much that when you're forced to spend time alone, to just think, you really think about like, man, am I, am I happy in, in what, you know, what I've decided to do? Am I happy in the things that I decided to do every day on a ritual that obviously involves work that involves, you know, your health that involves a lot of things that I think people are, are now reassessing to your specific example. I think I relate to that so much. And that's the reason why, as soon as you said it, I was like, that's what we should talk about today because I do every single one of those things that I wish I would have done. And and I say that carefully, I'm not trying to act like I'm better than anyone else, but I say that in that you look at my house, we were just talking about this. I wanted at one point, I was like, man, I don't know how to do anything on a car and I don't know how to do anything to my house. Like so much so that like when the drain was clogged, I'm like, I got to ask the dude at Home Depot oh, what yeah. to do. That's me. Yeah, that's so many people. <laughs> and so to me, I looked at that as, okay, so, like that's a dream of mine. I'm like, what can, what can I do? So I went and bought a Wrangler, like an older Wrangler, uh, my first one, you know, stripped and, and i'm gonna go somewhere with this but stripped it apart rebuilt it sold it bought another one did work to it spent way too much money on both of them but it wasn't about the car as much as it was about being able to do something to a car right then 
my last house, I did some stuff to it. This one was a full rebuild. I didn't do everything, but I did more than my fair share to impress enough people, if you will. That wasn't the point, but but mm-hmm. point is that I can do stuff now both of those ways. Podcasting is one of those things. Getting myself in shape is one of those things. Uh, uh, you know, as douchey as it sounds, getting into modeling a little bit and hopefully getting into acting a little bit is is one of those things that is, is currently going on. So I hear that all the time. The flip side of what you said, why I think it's so interesting is a lot of people try and chase what you're talking about through as their primary thing, right? Plan A. And so it's hard to do it that way. I agree. I chase everything that I want to do as my plan B. And so everyone says those, those two things. Do I live to work or do I work to live? And I definitely work to live. I enjoy what I do. I, just like you said, I enjoy what I do. I've always enjoyed it. Very few days do I wish I was doing something different. But I always know that though it's not, you know, working, at least working for someone else is not going to be my passion as much as all these other things I just listed. So go ahead. Right. Well, you know, it just makes me think of something like, you know, my sister is like one of those people that is filled with those like cliche sayings, right? Yeah. Very inspirational cliche, cliches, you know, like God never gives you more than you can handle. Right. And, you know, those inspirational. And one that she would always say to me, like kind of when she was giving me advice uh, was like, you know, find what you love and then find someone to pay you to do it. You know, right. and you'll never really work a day in your life. Right. Right? So exactly. that's like that kind of cliche yeah. saying. And it was something that I would like roll my eyes at back then. But now I'm really, that's really resonating, you know, right. which I wish I'd had at a younger age. But um, I didn't see the value of it when I was younger. I only saw dollar signs. And that's all I really cared about was like money equated to happiness. Um, and so what I'm really learning now as into my, you know, later 30s, sadly enough, is that, you know, there's more, there's more than just money. Well, and I agree with that. And I'm always careful with that. And I'm, and I'm never afraid, like I said before, to say the unpopular opinion, which I know you're not either. I'm never afraid to say the, the like I said, the, the D-bag comment <laughs> or corny comment or cliche, negative cliche comment. And so I always argue with people who say that money isn't everything. I agree. It's not everything. And money doesn't bring happiness. But not having money Oh, I, <laughs> almost always equates to unhappiness. And and I'm I'm willing to argue that with anyone. No, no, no. I'm on you. I'm on. I always say money doesn't buy you happiness. Money buys you time. Right. To go find happiness. Right. Exactly. And, right? So, and so that's a that's exactly what you're put, doing put now. Even, right. Yeah. Put what, even better than I said. it. Yeah. What we've done with our careers right now so far. I mean, I don't know your situation, but, you know, it set us up. Like you said, you're now you can follow your plan B's, right? right. Now you can really follow your dreams because you have the foundation from your plan A. Yeah. Right. You, your career has set the, given you the financial freedom to be able to pursue your dreams. And yeah. even if those dreams fail, you have this backup now. Yeah. So I, yeah, I totally get that as opposed to a lot of people, their dream is their plan A. I want to play right. in the NFL. I want to yeah. play in the NBA. Uh, I want to be a rapper. And then they have no plan B and they just shoot for the, you know, they just shoot for that. Yeah. And so I, 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 it's definitely resonating what you're saying. So I definitely see where you're coming from on that. Um, I'm, I'm responding to a question here or no, a comment here. Um, cause I want to know what he's talking about. Um, but yes. And, and I even say, it's not that your dream shouldn't be your plan a, it's just, it should, I just, and this is my belief. I don't know that it should be your plan a until you know the roadmap to make it plan A, right? And so that may happen in different ways, right? If being in the NFL is your plan A and you're 
at a power five conference college playing college football, it looks like you probably figured out your, your plan a, if comedy (laughs) is your plan a, but you also like having nice things. Um, you, you, you need a, you need, you need a different job and you take to have your nice things to pad the way for you to get into comedy. Because the other side is that I think people come up with dreams and don't know how hard it's going to be to make it your plan A. You know, no, absolutely. You, you, uh, yeah, you kind of corrected me on that. Cause I don't want to ever make it seem like, you know, your dream shouldn't be your plan A. So if that's yeah. the message that came across, no, no, def- I, don't, definitely I was not. just clarifying. But yeah. Right. Right. But like, if, like me and you are, are very different, right? right? But we both love basketball. Yeah. If your plan A was basketball and my plan A was basketball, I think you had a much better chance of achieving that sure. than me. If I went with that as my plan A, I would probably be, and I had no backup, I'd probably be in a worse spot today. Right, right. right. So you have to assess your situation and what's realistic to a certain point. Right. Um, but, you know, I guess just kind of circling back, um, I guess I, you know, the, the, the main thing was that at some point uh, I gave up on what I really, really like brought me joy in life. Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm just really at a point where I'm like, I'm like, OK, I need to exp- I need to take these shots. Like what you were saying, you bought a car uh, and then you fix it up just so you could learn. Right. That yeah. was a risk that you took. Right. Uh, and you took a risk doing modeling, you're taking yeah. a risk doing your podcast, you're shooting yeah. your shot. Yeah, right? it's 100%. Right. And I, in the past, was just too afraid to shoot my shot. Yeah. You know, I thought I was either going to get uh, laughed at or like everybody around me would that's, say, okay, that's, that's, the, that's the point of comedy. I'm like, hey, that's a silly dream. <laughs> no, I'm hey, joking, yeah. you know how you know how hard it is to be coming from a Pakistani or Indian background and tell your parents, hey, I want to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't your that ain't your parents' dream for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, 100%. it's doctors or lawyers. You yeah. know, that's that's like every Indian parent's dream for their kids. Yeah. So uh it's you know, it's just kind of like it's kind of like I I sold myself short. And you know that's a regret of mine for what you for what you're dreaming. So another reason, and I, this happens to me all the time, right? Uh, first to to what Lou will responded, uh, he he said facts, and I said which part is facts, and he said that money buys you time to pursue other things in your life. So so he was agreeing with us, but yeah, I'm gonna copyright that actually. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't hear that? You think that's that's, that's your saying? Oh, that's my saying. Okay, well, you heard it, <laughs> everyone. You heard it here first. That's that's him. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But so the next part of it then would be okay, and because I think that happens to a lot of people, right? I think that technically is what a midlife crisis is when when someone sees it and labels it that it's it's that someone wishes they were doing something different than they had, or they had something different than what they have right now, and then they can afford it, so they go get it and they go overboard and all this stuff. But I think one thing you should never lose sight of is, okay, it's never too late. And it's easy for people to say that. And I think what's even more scary is that when you're, if comedy was a passion of yours, when you're 23, 24, you'll probably get laughed at for saying that you want to make that a passion of yours. When you're 35, 36, you get laughed at even more. So it's like, it makes it hard to start later, later, even though it's easier life-wise to start later. So the, the conversation I take it to is, okay, so you feel this way. You, you, I mean, it's been three weeks. You can't continue to just let yourself feel this way. So it's either you stop thinking about it altogether or you kind of develop a roadmap on how you can maybe fulfill that urge, right? 
I mean, that feeling is why I'm sitting here. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have ever came here. You know, I saw you doing your podcast thing, and I was like, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like inspirational. You're seeing somebody take their shot. Yeah. Whether, whether it's success or not success, yeah. you're shooting your shot. Yeah. And so I guess my first step was... You know, I was very nervous. I was very nervous telling you, like, yeah. like, I don't want to get on this mic. Yeah. I'm going to ramble. I'm going to go off into different tangents. I hate the sound of my voice. Yeah. All these things. Me too. And I do this. <laughs> oh, you hate the sound of my me. voice too? I hate the, yeah, I do hate the sound of you. I hate the sound of my voice, and I'm on here two or three times a week. So I, everything you're saying, I understand, in, including, you know, when I started this, you know, I say when I started it, every time I get on here, even, and I time it, even though I don't, I go over every time, but... Um, even today, like when I get, every time I sit down to hit the live, sit down to hit record, I think to myself, um, you know, who's, who's going to listen to this or do they want to hear this or, or do the points I have to say matter? But in the grand scheme of what we're talking about, because it's not life or death and it's not my plan A. And if people, if no one listens, nothing different happens. I think there's some comfort in that, just like comedy, right? You're, there's no way I don't know a ton about comedy. I have one other friend who later in life and, you know, probably 27, 28 started to decided to go into comedy. Right. So that's, that's the extent of my knowledge versus what you see on TV. But I understand it as you better expect to be booed off the stage a couple of times or, you know, be in a place where people aren't going to laugh or, Oh, you, you need to be booed off stage. Yeah, yeah. You, so you ask any of the greats, yeah. and they'll tell you, like, you have to go through that. You yeah. have to go through that fire. You have to go through that failure. Yeah. And, you know, that's, like, the number one thing that prevents everybody from doing what they really want to do is that fear of failing, right? For sure. Of taking that shot yeah. um, and just looking dumb. So, like, you know, kind of going back to that. But, um, yeah, you got to get booed off stage, like you're yeah. saying. And then that brings me to the conversations we had about doing this. Right. And so your 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 thing was because look, look, you're doing it and you're doing a good job for sure. Um, not rambling. And I don't know that there is if you're if you're saying a point and you're explaining your point, as long as you don't repeat yourself. I, I don't know that there's a, even an instance of rambling for this. But when you look at it, you're like, hey, I've got these polarizing points. Right. And me knowing what I know, knowing the stuff that gets responses um, the right way right mm-hmm. uh, is always going to be a point that someone hasn't thought of or that they don't support i've always thought that it's it's got to be in opposition or foreign for to get the response that you're looking for and so to me i'm like okay you're perfect and you're like uh that's why i don't want to do it i'm like no 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 <laughs> that's why you got to do it and i think in every you know niche or nuance or instance of someone not following their dreams it i i'd be surprised if it wasn't the same thing that some of the same reason why you're holding back is the same reason why you should do it if that makes sense no it definitely does it definitely does yep so since now i've got you here and now i'm gonna make you do it again explain some of you know exactly that you're you're here you brought it up to me like what what would you hope to get out of the rest of it a podcast get it back into comedy what what um yeah i mean like where do i go from here what's yeah, the next exactly steps? um 
if you if you got to dream it up, right? I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I would like to do this like more. You know, I like to refine this, right? Right. So everything you're going to do, right? And everything I'm saying, so a lot of what I'm saying right now are like probably like memes that are on social media sure. that you're hearing. Uh, but let's also be clear that things are memes because they happen all the time. Right, right, so right. it's fine. And there's cliche sayings for yeah. a reason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, um, you know, every, anything you're going to do, you're going to probably suck at at first. Right? Yeah. It's going to be bad. Yeah. And so I totally came here. I'm thinking this is going terribly. And, <laughs> but my goal is, is like maybe the next time I come and I do it, it's a, just a little bit better. Like, hey, T. You were talking way too fast the first time. You yeah. slowed down the second time. Or, hey, you didn't just, like, lose your train of thought in the middle of saying something. Yeah. So um, just getting more comfortable speaking, uh, yeah. uh, speaking publicly. I get really nervous. I still have stage fright. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think yeah, I was going to say everyone does, but I think you work Super self-conscious if I'm going to say something that sounds dumb, you yeah. know? Um, and we live in a time, every, I mean, people, we're hypersensitive to things. So uh, you stumble over a, a sentence and you say it in the wrong way. You could offend somebody. You could really, like, yeah. you know, and so those are kind of like my, some of my hangups and stuff like that that I need to kind of overcome and be confident. Like, I need to decide, hey, am I going to be confident enough to, like, say my opinions regardless of, like, the backlash or... That's, that's an interesting thing because now we're going to switch it to you've kind of established that this is something you want to continue to do. That's, that's an interesting part of it is when someone says they're not going to be good at it, right. They, they come and I ask someone to be on the podcast and they're like, well, I don't have anything to say. I'm not going to be good. And I know they have, everyone has something to say. Everyone has something they're passionate about that, that if I get them in the right space uh, or the right topic, they got something to say, or they have a feeling or opinion or whatever. I think what you said is the hardest thing for me is when I know someone feels a certain way, We like me and you sat here and talked for what, 45 minutes before right. we got on. We'll sit here and have this great conversation and I'll, I'll know where you're at and we'll get on the mic. And for that reason, they won't share their real thoughts. And it's like, you know, I'm like trying to drag it out of them. I'm leading them into questions based on stuff they said before. And so, yeah, that's, a, that's a big thing. I think there's two sides of the pendulum. A lot of people think they're going to mess up because they, say too much mm -hmm. and i think most times when it comes to this people mess up in comedy and and anything where you're entertaining yeah. in front of people because you don't say enough like you don't give it everything that you got you right, know what i mean right. uh well you know what a, a great line from uh from dave Chappelle uh recently was you know he was saying comedy is like the last place that we got right now where you can get the unfiltered truth right uh you know and i really i really believe that and so i i listen to comedy not just to laugh but i learn a lot about life from these people, you right. know, um, because you're getting, you're getting the, the absolute like truth. There's nobody's yeah. sugarcoating, nobody's yeah. pandering. Um, everybody is giving you the real. And so I, I do like that opportunity that comedy brings for you to actually really be able to express yourself. Um, and I think this gives me that opportunity too. Cause I, I don't think I've got the stand up comedy bug. It, it's something that's interested me. At just like everything else mm -hmm. to where I'd be like, Oh, I want to try it. Like, I'd love to get like, you know, two minutes on an open mic in a stand up club, which I understand how hard that is. Mm -hmm. But I think doing the podcast has trained me for it a little bit because a lot of times someone will say, you know, you had two minutes, you have two minutes up there or you got five minutes up there and it'll fly by. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously if you're not doing well, yeah, it's going it, to go a long time, but they always say for people who are trying to put together a set, like getting everything you want to say into five minutes is a lot harder than you think. Right. I think this helps for that. But 
Um, oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I don't think I, like, I like stand-up. Doesn't yeah. mean that I would think I right. could do stand-up. Right. Or that, you know, but I I do when I give it a shot. But I do like the, I like to express my ideas. And I right. like a platform that allows me to do that. Whether it's, you know, podcasting or stand-up comedy or or, you know, blogging or whatever yeah. it is, it's an outlet to get your ideas out there. Well, and that's where I was going to go is that I think podcasting gives you some of that, right? I feel like as a standout comedian, you can say anything you want. And when it comes, you know, when it comes back to you, you can be like, well, that was a joke. That's so really I true. I don't know. I see but a lot of people I, hiding behind things. They say, and they say, oh, it's just a joke. Though. It's just a joke. Like, oh, it's just <laughs> jokes. Um, but in podcasting, I think your hall pass is, okay, well, I'm here for the discussion, right? I can say whatever I want because... I'm trying to incite a discussion. I can't, I can't come on here and call people this and that with no facts and no, no basis and no explanation behind it. But for something I truly feel, I almost feel I can discuss anything. And that's why when you said, I got these polarizing things, I don't know if people want to hear it. Mm. I'm like, I don't think they want to hear anything else. <laughs> I don't think they want anything but that. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, to see that, get to that. I thought it was an interesting topic and story you had about, you know, something you've always wanted to do or, or think you should be doing that you weren't. Um, and then I'll give you, you know, 30 seconds to wrap it up. We went way over the 15 minutes, the 15 minutes, the daily 15 is just a suggestion for me. <laughs> and since this is mine, I can go over as far as I want, but anyways, go ahead. Yeah, no. So, I mean, um, you know, like I said, this was kind of like my first step of just kind of like venturing out. And I'm not even going to lie. I was actually about to text you this morning and be like, bro, I'm not coming. Hey, did you, like, notice, did you notice I sent you a message <laughs> at nine, three hours before we were supposed to meet? I, was like, I sent them a message and like, hey, uh, let me know when you're headed on your way because I, I knew that was coming. I, know, I hadn't heard I was, from you. I, I hadn't was heard cussing from you. you, bro. I was like, this dude really <laughs> just hit me first in the morning because I really wanted to be like, bro, my stomach hurts. Or, yeah. You know, I just, I ain't feeling it. No, um, I knew, I felt that because I feel like when people are super excited to come on here, they're hitting me up. Like if this was someone else, a different situation, they would have hit me three or four times yesterday. Like what topics are we going to talk about? Like what time do I need to be there? Like, uh, you know, all this stuff. And you weren't giving me any of that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit them with right. You know, actually what, what made me really do it. Um, so there was actually somebody at work that I actually told this about. Yeah. Also the same experience that I had about this. Yep. And he was like, oh, that's awesome that, you know, that's something you want to do. Then we went on our little break, right? Our little vacation, Christmas holiday. Yeah. When we came back, he was like, hey, so did you work on any jokes? Oh. And then he was like, hey, I don't see you so enthused about the, the comedy right. thing as you were before. Right. I thought, I thought you know, you don't sound like you're really wanting to pursue it. And I was like, wow, did I just really, did I really just like let the moment pass or something? So yeah. that actually also was like in my mind. Like when this was morning. that? When was that? That this... was this week. Okay. This okay. week when I returned yeah. to work, uh, one of my coworkers said that to me. I was like, I was like, so am I going to let this moment pass? Yeah. Or am I going to take some action? So that actually was actually also crossing my mind this morning as I was considering canceling on you yeah, yeah. <laughs> this morning. And I was like, you know what? I ain't going to cancel. See, I'm going to come you can through. show them this. You can just send them the link to this. <laughs> you weren't supposed to record this, though. This is live. So, you, no, yeah, so so no I'm low-key pissed. <laughs> but <laughs> low-key. You said we were just going to do this and not post it. And yeah. I feel violated, but I'm not about to. No, I said the polarizing stuff. I, I didn't promise you nothing. No, I told you I didn't want to be on. I didn't want to be on camera. I told you all my hangups, man. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but no, I appreciate you doing that. You pushed me, yeah. to like an uncomfortable spot, and that's what you need to be. You need to be in an uncomfortable zone. And actually, that's a lesson. Right before we log off here, I think that's a lesson. What you just said is a huge lesson that people can take too. When you hear someone tell you, in the same way I did with you, same way that dude did, 
when you hear someone tell you that they have a dream they've always wanted to do, if they say, hey, I've, I've always I've wanted to do this for 10 years, I've been interested in it for four years, five years, whatever. I think it, it is almost on you to stay on them about it, because if whatever is holding them back, like you can be the support. And that, you know, hit me because there was a lot of times where I've taken breaks away from this and it'll be someone who will like, I'll see them and they'll be like, yo, I, you know, I haven't seen a podcast from you lately. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't seen a podcast? They're like, yeah, I used to listen to like when you, you know, a couple of months ago, I haven't seen one come up in like a couple of months, but the last one you was on, like you were talking about, and they're bringing up my topics to me and like my view on it. And I'm like, Oh, like kind of the same way you probably felt. It's like, Oh, I mean, there are people like listening, like, yeah. And, and even though I feel like, or I get scared or nervous or whatever, I feel like maybe this wasn't a good topic. Like there's definitely been times where like someone will be like, yo, like this subject, when you said this, or when your guest said this, I like that really hit me. And that made me do this. Right, and I'm like, right. so who, who am I holding out on? by not doing my thing, even though I don't have confidence in it. Like, you know, other yeah. people have confidence in you a different way. So, well, you know, I just hope at the end of this, like, if I don't know who was listening, but yeah. you know, if anybody has had, cause you felt like, Hey, I feel like a lot of people could relate to what you just said. So if anybody has had that feeling where you have that feeling inside, like, you know, I could be doing like more, I could be doing what I love, you know, and they take that next step, you know, this was worth it. Then. Yeah, you know, this was me sure. coming on here because that's exactly what I did. And you know, you kind of assisted in that. So. Yeah. Well, great. Well, that's uh, Ultimate Bachelor Daily 15. Uh, what do we call it? F chasing your dreams? Follow your dreams? Follow your dreams. Realize your dreams. We'll figure it out when I label it. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking it out. Keep doing it. Timor, Timor will be on here more. Timor for the people at work. We're going to make sure we get it spread around there. So uh, appreciate it. Thanks so much.